Well, you wouldn't believe how my brush with the cyber world went today. I decided to take a plunge into the digital universe, exploring the world of coding, Python to be precise. Yeah, I know. Art and tech, me, hard to picture, right? But trust me, mate, there's something oddly satisfying about creating beauty out of chaos. Seems like I'm taking a journey from abstract paint palettes to abstract data types, just like learning a new language, but instead of French or Italian, it's Python. Mayanai Fordery. It's like this awesome brain exercise. And let me tell you the terminology. It's like they have a whole different dictionary over there in the tech realm. But there's also something familiar about it. Like when we put together a jigsaw puzzle of colors and shades on a canvas, they kind of do the same with codes. So I was talking to Nina about this whole code art thing, and she threw this philosophical curveball at me, said that life itself is a beautiful code, full of mysterious algorithms. It got me thinking, life is indeed an abstract art itself. It's all about perspective, vibe, and emotions, just like art, right? Well, anyway, still getting a hang of it. Who knew I'd be spending my nights geeking over intricate codes after spending the day with brushes and canvases? But hey, I'm not complaining. Feels like I just added a new shade to my palette. Nina seemed pretty thrilled about the idea, too. Well, she always finds a way to cheer me up and keep me motivated. And you remember my comic Adventures with the Code? The one I shared on the group chat the other day? Just woke up this morning and bang! It popped in my mind. Why not use this coding thing to create generative art? Could be a game changer. I mean, think about it. Technology meets creativity. Who knows, mate, we might just stumble upon something legendary. At least that's what I'm hoping for. This better be the roller coaster ride I signed up for, skipping the corporate world for the adventurous realm of art. Nina even joked about me embracing my nerd side, as if I wasn't one already. You know, I used to believe that art and tech are like two parallel lines, never meeting, but turns out they can cross, and when they do, the outcome might just be groundbreaking and fascinating. Anyway, enough of my rambling for the day. So I thought, why not learn a bit more about the godfather of pop art today, you know? Threw myself into studying Warhol's work, his big bright colors, and those iconic soup cans. During my little detour into art history, Georgina crossed paths with me. You remember, right? The art historian chick that I met at that private collection viewing. She's got quite the stash of Renaissance art. Got me thinking, wouldn't it be cool to weave some Renaissance in with the digital? I mean, clashes of the centuries? Sounds pretty rad, right? Speaking of Warhol, the way he took something as simple as a soup can made it into a pop culture phenomenon. It was sort of like he was celebrating the ordinary. You feeling me on this? Cube of pixels instead of a soup can? What do you think, huh? Even chatted it up about this with Nick, and she loved the idea. You know, the chat with Nick about Warhol's work was quite a revelation today. It's fun, you know. The exploration, the spontaneity, the element of surprise. You see, Warhol wasn't trying to make the soup can into something it wasn't. No, mate. He was celebrating it for what it was, a symbol of everyday life. And here I was thinking, if Warhol could celebrate the ordinary, maybe I can do that with my own work. Maybe the perfection is in the imperfection, you get me? 
Making the ordinary stand out, appreciating the generic, giving it an identity, that's what art is, wouldn't you agree? One thing I also noticed during my art immersion today, pop art was all about popularity and mass production, right? Warhol symbolized this perfectly by replicating identical images across his works. In the digital art world, code can do the same. One piece of code can create infinite art pieces. Doesn't that blow your mind? So, I guess in a way, code is the Warhol of the digital universe. Laughingly, Nick even said I was revolutionizing the digital art world. The more I think about it, the more it sounds like she's onto something. Just like Warhol, I could use code as a tool for celebrating the commonality, the everyday. Ah, we also ended up chatting a bit about music. Imagine Dragons, Nick's new infatuation. Haven't tried their new album out yet. Finishing a sketch, and then I'll put it on loop. Anyway, mate, thank you for lending an ear. So, I've jumped into the deep end of the digital art market, my friend. Yeah, me. Andrew Picasso Green. What a ride it was, mate. Spent the whole day working on highlighting the intrinsic beauty of ordinary stuff. You know, Warhol style. Just replaced his soup cans with pixels, because a pixel ain't nothing but a modern-day dot, ain't it? And the highlight? I've created NFTs, my friend. Yes, those digital artworks taking the world by storm. Turns out it's all about the blockchain thing and the transparency it gives to the owner. It gives a sense of ownership in a crowded digital world where everything is just a click away from being copied. Got some guidance from Peter, too, that platform rep who has this insane knack for anything digital. Man, he knows his way around this digital art labyrinth. Helped me navigate through it, too. And everyone needs a Lara in their life when it comes to digital marketing strategies. Warping traditional contemporary art to fit the digital realm was like hanging halfway between two continents. Imagine, a world where the Da Vinci Code meets JavaScript. Isn't that something? Oh man, gotta say, there's something oddly beautiful about turning strokes of paint into strings of code. But you know the best bit? Nina's agreed to be my first buyer. Nothing like good old support from a buddy, huh? Nick gave me the confidence, a pat on the back when I needed it most. Made me think, Andy, you got this. This is what friendships are all about, right, mate? Funny thing is, it's like blending two diverse worlds, the age of Renaissance art with the cyber age of neon lights and metaverse. It's like implementing chiaroscuro on a batch of pixels. Staring at a blank canvas? Nah, it's staring at a blank screen now. Who could have thought that one would be morphing a bunch of pixels using the principles of color mixing? Anyway, enough about my artsy adventures. You must give FKA Twigs a listen. Got this avant-garde vibe going on. Nina shared it with me, and I thought of sharing it with you. Spent my day drifting between strokes of colors and haunting melodies. Now that I think about it, creating art has always been a struggle between chaos and order, right? It's all about creating a balance, like a baseline in music, like harmony and chaos. And who better to understand this other than you, my friend? You know, when we were kids, we used to catch fireflies and put them in a jar. This, creating digital art, feels kind of like that. Like catching pixels and sequences, putting them harmoniously in a virtual space. Darn, who would have thought? Anyway, let me get back to work. Guess it's time to nurse some cyber brushstrokes now. 
Tell me about your day the next time we talk, okay? Take care, buddy, and catch you later.